Hello, and welcome to the Untamed Yogini Podcast. I'm your host, Angela Marie, your womb yoga priestess. I'm a certified yoga teacher specializing in yoga for women, womb health, and feminine spirituality. In a world structured for disconnection, my goal is to empower you in living deeply rooted to the wisdom of your body, personal gifts, and divine sovereignty, so you can meet yourself where you are and navigate the seasons of womanhood with confidence and grace. I believe when we restore the balance within ourselves, the world will follow. But it begins with the self, right here, right now, one womb at a time. Now let's jump in. Hello, welcome. Today I want to chat with you a little bit about integrating spirituality into your everyday life. First, if you haven't checked out my episode, The Power of Ritual, It actually goes into how to create your everyday mundane tasks into sacred rituals and definitely complements and piggybacks what we're going to be talking about today. So here's the thing. We're just going to jump right on into it. Yoga isn't just a physical practice. And now this is ultimately where a lot of people get started is in their physical practice. And As you continue to practice, you realize that there's so much more weaved into this very expansive lifestyle. (laughs) So asana is only one branch of the eight limbs of yoga, and it's designed to bring yoga into your life. All of them are, right? And yoga translates to unity or yoking all the elements of your life together. And although the physical practice is a powerful one because we're physical beings, yeah, and there's sacredness within our bodies, it's not the full spectrum, but it's definitely a beautiful and profound and powerful place to start. And as a womb yoga priestess, the body is such an incredible channel. It holds so much wisdom. So I do not make light of this practice, the physical practice, because it is incredibly powerful, but there is so much more to yoga. And that's what I want to share with you today. Okay. So again, like I mentioned, there are eight limbs of yoga and how can they be weaved into your everyday life? So the yamas and the niyamas is where we would start the first two branches. This is the philosophy side of yoga. So the yamas are one branch and the niyamas are one branch. And we could go into a whole lot more detail and depth of the yamas and the niyamas because there are five principles to each of them and they have their own practices. But for now, I'm just going to do a brief description. Okay. So the yamas, you want to think of them as like restraints or moral disciplines or moral vows. Okay. So an example of this would be practicing ahimsa, which is one of the five principles under the yamas. Ahimsa translates to non-harm. So when practicing this, you might need to restrain or discipline yourself to take the higher road, right? What does ahimsa mean? Now, that's for you to really evaluate. What does non-harm mean? Um, One of the things that's really popular when practicing ahimsa is to be vegetarian. That does not mean that yoga tells you that you have to be vegetarian, okay? This is just one way that it's translated right? To not cause harm to other beings. But one of the things that I like to argue is let's just say that your body doesn't do well or act well when being vegetarian. Are you still practicing ahimsa? Are you still practicing 
non-harm if you are being harmed in the process of practicing non-harm. So these are some things to consider, right? And it can go really deep. It can be as complex or as simple as, as you want to go. But this is one of the practices. So let's go into the niyamas. So the niyamas are essentially positive duties or observances. So an example of this might be santosha, which is also one of the principles of the niyamas. Santosha represents contentment. So finding peace and contentment and contentment, excuse me, with what is. So as you move through your day-to-day, maybe you start to notice that you're feeling discontented. Where what is the root of your discontentment? And where can you find contentment in this moment that is challenging you? I often like to move into gratitude in these spaces because I find that practicing gratitude, even if it's just a few few moments of it, can really help to shift perspective and bring contentment into my life. So that's just one way that you could do it, but there are lots of ways, right? When working with the yamas and the niyamas, I found that you can literally focus on any single one of them. Okay, there are 10 principles that you could essentially choose from when working with the yamas and the niyamas. Again, these are two branches of yoga. And no matter which one you work on, the others will naturally unfold because they're all interconnected. So if you focus on ahimsa, non-harm, practicing non-harm, and you practice that as an intention every single day, the lessons of all of the other principles will begin to unfold naturally. And you'll start to witness this. And it's really powerful, really profound. But, you know, putting these ethics and personal practices into play in your day to day, they literally can transform your entire life. Because with daily focus, you start to retrain your mind because you're working from these these principles as an intention throughout your day. Right. And when you do that, when you have a powerful intention in what you're living through, you're, you're using that as a lens through how you're moving about your day, it's inspiring the actions, the words, and the behaviors that you make. And so just to pop this in real quick, starting next month in September, 2023, we're actually going to be taking on one principle of the yamas and moving through each month with this theme. So there are 10 principles over the next 10 months, we're going to be going through the yamas and the niyamas so that each month you have the intention of one of these principles to fully embody it and live it throughout the month so that you deeper integrate and embody these teachings, but while incorporating asana, the physical practice. Okay, amongst other yoga practices to enhance your practice. So the doors open for September, August 25th to join us um, in September. Did I say September? The doors open August 25th to join us in September. All right. (laughs) Moving right along. (laughs) All right. So speaking of asana, as I mentioned earlier, asana is its own limb of yoga. And yes, this physical practice of yoga, which will cultivate physical strength and flexibility, but it also translates to the mind, which in turn translates off your mat and trickles into your everyday life. So an example of this, you might start to notice how you approach a difficult posture and the thoughts and the resistance that you might feel in your body 
may be exactly how you approach a challenge in your life. And just as you can learn how to become one with the challenging posture over time and through practice, you will also start to notice this transformation and how you approach the challenges in your life with more ease. So let me be clear. One class, it might give you powerful insights and aha moments that serve your life, but there is no bypassing a committed practice for long lasting and ever evolving benefits. Okay. I want to be very clear about this because I know a lot of times people will be like, okay, I'm going to try yoga. I'm just going to try this class. And they might have a good experience, but then they'll go, oh, you know, yoga, it's not right for me because it didn't fix all their problems. (laughs) It didn't fix their anxiety after one class. It didn't fix the problem, right? Quote unquote. (laughs) But it's a, it's a process. Yoga is a practice. And to see long lasting results, a committed practice is best. So let's move on to the fourth limb. And that's pranayama. So otherwise known as breath work. So you probably have all heard of breath work and there are definitely other styles of breath work out there that are not related to pranayama or yoga. And they're definitely beneficial as well. Breath work is actually often incorporated into an asana class. And so is philosophy. So a lot of times, you know, you might go to an asana class and the philosophy of the yamas or the niyamas are interwoven and breath work is interwoven. This is very common, but It's also a practice all on its own. So even if you weren't to practice asana or the philosophical side of yoga, simply practicing breath work or pranayama is its own practice. And it's incredibly powerful. Actually, if you want to shift your energy really quickly, the power of the breath works at rapid speeds, rapid Okay. So one of the things that I love about Kundalini yoga is there is a lot of breath work and repetitive rapid movements and it shifts energy so quickly. If you want to transmute something, get into some pranayama. Okay. And, And the thing is, is there are pranayama exercises for everything. So if you're needing to energize, focus, wind down, there is a breath for it all. So again, similar to asana or any limb of yoga, a committed practice will begin to extend into your everyday life. So you might start to notice when you feel stressed, you take several deep breaths to regulate, or you're experiencing a beautiful moment and you may take a deep, long breath and sigh out with pleasure. Also, you know, to practice pranayama, you do not have to have long sessions. And to have benefits immediately, you do not have to have long sessions. You can set a a few minutes aside and, and shift the energy within you and experience the benefits. Okay. It's not about how long you practice. And I'll say this over and over and over and over again. It is about the consistency in which you practice. So, you know, you can literally take the tools that you learn in pranayama or any of the limbs of yoga and apply them in real time throughout your day when you need them. So often, again, with, with pranayama, you could do three to five rounds of breath and it will shift your energy and perspective. And if you don't want to take my word for it, I ask that you just try it on. Just try it on. So right now, as I'm recording, there is a lot of people outside 
in the city walking around. So if you hear those low mumble of voices, that's all it is. We're going to go ahead and ignore it and keep on trucking along. <laughs> so as you can see, each of the first four practices can be applied to everyday life, but they begin on your mat. And the more consistent you practice, the more benefits you're experiencing in your everyday life. And you'll not only become more present to the lessons you learn on your mat in your day-to-day, but you're also going to become more mindful and inquisitive. Inquisitive is such a key. I love curiosity because curiosity, no, it did not kill the cat. It educated the cat. It enlightened the cat. (laughs) It expanded the cat's growth. (laughs) So, you know, the more you practice, the more mindful and inquisitive you become in the moment that you're in. And there's so much to be learned in the moment that you you are in. All it takes is a bit of mindfulness, a bit of consciousness, right? And as I mentioned earlier, yoga is not just a physical practice. The limbs of yoga live within your life. Your practice just gets you present to them and builds your mental and physical and spiritual muscle. And then it yokes it all together to live a more harmonious and abundant life. So I'm going to share the last four limbs in a second part to this episode so that I'm not overwhelming you. So stay tuned for that. But if anything, I want this episode to just inspire you to consciously take your practice off the mat and ask yourself, where are you being called for growth and expansion? And which of these practices do you feel would assist you in that? Because honestly, it does not matter which practice you take on. Take on the one that calls you. Take on the one that you think that you're going to be ben- that you're going to benefit from the most. Maybe even take on the one that scares you the most or that's more challenging. Yeah, because there's something on the other side of it. And it, again, it doesn't matter which one you choose. Choose one. Choose one, and all will unfold. There is a quote by Patabi Joyce: "Practice, and all is coming." I love this one so much that I even have it on my website. Practice and all is coming. The rest will follow, but it's going to be up to you to mindfully explore it as it happens. As it happens, this is your life practice because yoga is not just a weekly class that you take or the time that you spend on your mat. It is a lifestyle. And there's a quote that I love, another quote, (laughs) the more I learn, the less I know. And I think this one is by Socrates, but I love this quote because it gets us really present to that there's so much more that we don't know than we will ever know. And this is really beautiful because it, me personally, it reminds me to enjoy the ride, just to enjoy the ride and not take it all too seriously. Because when we start to get into spiritual concepts and practices, it can get really deep and it can get really um, scary. All right, so I took just a pause in this recording because you might have heard the church bells starting to ring and I cannot stop them. I have to wait it out. (laughs) But what I was saying is it can be scary and it can start to feel really deep and overwhelming when you start to journey into a spiritual practice. But we're always going to be learning. We're always going to be learning. And that's part of the, the human journey. And that's what makes it so beautiful. There's always going to be something new to discover and unravel. And although I'm really serious about having a consistent practice and living yoga in my day to day, I do not forget that life is simple and meant to be enjoyed and neither should you. So 
take on what feels good here and leave the rest. At the end of the day, I really just want to encourage you to take what you learn, get curious where it applies to your life, get creative and have fun. Yoga is meant to be enjoyed and your life is meant to be enjoyed. So I want to take a moment to just share with you in my room yoga priestess training, we're actually going to be venturing into more depth of these practices to fully embody the teachings of yoga, not only in your day to day, but how it applies to you as a woman and your womb. So today I want to invite you into my womb yoga priestess training beginning in October this year, 2023. I'm so excited about this. And I'm calling all women who are ready to embark on a soul stirring journey of empowerment and transformation. So, you know, whether you're a certified yoga teacher seeking to deepen your expertise in yoga for women, or perhaps you're simply drawn to the life transforming benefits of yoga, womb practices and priestess arts, this training is calling your name. It's going to be a six month embodiment program. And inside, you're going to reclaim your divine feminine essence, build unshakable self-confidence, and step into your role as a powerful guide for yourself and others. I want to invite you into this sacred sister circle where you're going to immerse yourself in monthly self-paced teachings, potent live group calls, and an intimate community of like-minded women moving along a similar spiritual path. You're going to be learning to facilitate womb healing. You're going to unlock priestess gifts. You're going to embody transformative power of the divine feminine. This is your moment to rise. This is your moment to lead and to embrace your unique soul path. So this journey, again, it begins in October. So if you're ready to answer the call of the womb yoga priestess, you can go visit my website at www.untamedyogini.com, click on the teacher training page and get on the wait list. So there you're going to have the opportunity to register before anyone else and receive a VIP offer that's not going to be offered anywhere else. So again, I want to thank you for just being here and allowing me to share this deeper side of yoga with you. I want to continue to encourage you to get curious off your mat and how the lessons on your mat are transferring into your day-to-day. Your spiritual practice in your day-to-day does not have to look like complex practices, unless of course, like that's your thing. But take a look as it's present. The, the benefits of your practice are present in every thought and choice you make. And if you're not experiencing the benefit, you're not like, oh, witnessing yourself being like, oh, wow, I just made this amazing different choice because of the benefits of my yoga practice. Maybe By implementing your practice, it starts to shine light on the shadows and the areas that are being called forth for you to work on and go deeper. It can be both, (laughs) as it should be both, because the light and the dark work together. Yoga is the way that you live your life and embody your beliefs and your morals and your values, the way that you care for your body, the way that you care for others. And to me, there is no more powerful way to incorporate your spirituality in your day to day than embodying your practice. So on that note, I would love to hear from you. What are your thoughts on this episode? What are your biggest takeaways? Uh, If you're not following me already, follow me on Instagram, untamed underscore yogini and send me a DM. I'd love to hear from you. I love hearing how you're enjoying the episodes, what's coming forth for you. If you have any requests and 
you know, if you are ready to get on that wait list, definitely do that. And just check out the website, right? You can see if there's anything there that, you know, lights you up or, or sparks a little fire. Um, different. If you're curious on different ways that you can work with me, you can learn how by just kind of taking a look around the website. And you can always get onto the Untamed Yogini VIP Circle newsletter as well so that you never miss an episode and stay up to date on all current offers. All right. That's my last plug-in. I want to thank you again for being here. It's so much fun as always to share with y'all until next time. Thank you so much for listening. If you enjoy this podcast, please take a moment to comment and leave a rating. Not only would I be incredibly grateful, but it also helps us to expand our reach and build this amazing community. If you'd like to learn how you can work with me, please visit my website, untamedyogini.com. And don't forget to follow so you never miss an episode. You can join me right here every Wednesday. Thanks again for listening. Until next time.